Hey, welcome to the Happy Ramp Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined, as always, in studio by my good friend and partner in radio, Barnabas Piper. Uh, Pipe, we are sans Ronald J. Martin. Uh, even though it's the lull, it's the dead period in the conference season, uh, our boy found a way to travel this week. So I don't know where he is, but I know that uh, he must be markedly happier just packing a bag and, and getting a lanyard somewhere. So uh, wherever you're at, Ronald J. Martin, tip of the cap to you for getting on the road. Uh, we hope you're happy. We hope you're giving a breakout session somewhere um, and working toward that plan, toward that plenary. Um, Pipe, do you think this will be the year of the plenary for Ron? Um, how, how good do you feel about that? Because our boys got big dreams, you know, and I want to I want to both encourage him in he, that, he, but I want to temper down, the dreams. He downplays them. Yeah, he downplays his dreams when he's talking to us. Which, yeah. you no, know, that's a smart thing to do. You don't mm-hmm. want to just sort of. You, you know, you don't want to expose yourself to either ridicule or disappointment. But, That's yeah, right. we know that deep down in his heart, he he envisions himself on a big stage yeah. saying many words yes. for lengthy periods of time about a text of scripture or a point of theology. Dude, that's right. Um, that's the dream I, right there. I, I think it will be the year of the plenary. I think it'll just be, you know, it'll be like one of the plenaries we discussed in our, our goal-setting episode that's a right. few weeks ago where it's sort of the the, the mid-level conference. So, yep. you know, he's, he's not going to headline – Gospel Coalition. I mean, that's coming up in a couple months with Indie Live coming right before it. Dude, tell uh, me who's on but, the like who's on the uh, the lineup with him for uh, Normal Pastors. Like, where is he at? If it was Lollapalooza, like, how big would would his name be on the poster? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean Lollapalooza. He's he's going to be. You know, you got like you got the 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 big headliner, like one or two of those, yeah. and then you got like the the five sub headliners. Then you got like the stage C guys. Yeah, the, you know. Probably the stage C guys because normal right. pastors is just it, it's it's normal pastors. It's not megachurch pastors who yeah, start yeah. state companies and things like that. Oh man, which we'll so, get into that absolutely. So he'd be down there on the poster yeah. with like Candlebox and Primus and you know some some of those if it were the nineties. Um, yeah, you know and yeah, and then uh, and but but the thing about those is those are the those are the aspiring like the the goal is to work your way up the pyramid of yep pyramid of images on the poster yep so and and some of them do some of them you know they they just they strike such a chord yeah. with their listeners that then they just explode and yeah that, that could be wrong that's the dream he that could, could reach be for 57 straight minutes of theological fire and people would say you know where we need him on a bigger stage on a, on a plenary stage absolutely we'll help let's yeah. hope piper that wherever he is he's uh He's laying the groundwork for that. He's working toward that plenary. And, and we do. We have pastoral stardom to discuss because uh, there's been a lot that's happened in the industry here over the last couple of weeks to talk about. But uh, before I do that, Piper, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that plenary or no plenary, this will be the year of Indie Live for Ron. Um, here's what Indie Live looks like. If you haven't been with the show for a while, if you haven't been to one of our other live shows, we've done uh, two live shows before, Live in Louisville. Um, this year we're indie live in conjunction with some other Christian conference. Actually, I don't know which one it is. Which one is it, Piper? Is it Gospel Coalition or TGC? Or, that's the same. Well, those thing. are the same yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, Gospel Coalition uh, or TGC together for the gospel. Is it T four G? I mean, yeah, I don't know. There's yeah. so many of them. It's it's uh, it's Gospel Coalition this year. Uh, okay, Gospel Coalition, man, big. The whole world is going to descend on Indianapolis to see our show. 
um, and also to maybe catch the Gospel Coalition. So uh, if you haven't been to a live event before, here's what it looks like. Um, We get a big room in a hipster church with an ambiguous name. This year, the name of the church is Soma, uh, which could be the name of like a sparkling water or a tea brand or uh, a bar. Uh, In this case, it's the name of a hipster church in Indianapolis. Um, I feel like it could also be the name of like a like a salon and spa. Oh, d- yeah, dude. You could totally get your hair done at Soma. You could get a little massage. Um, yeah, it's a, it's definitely a salon and spa. What else could it be the name of? Um, hmm. I, um, a, a band. A band. A I was going to say, name. yeah, not a real band. The kind of band that like it's a guy picking at an acoustic guitar sitting on an area rug, you know, that, that kind of yeah, band. Play, playing like a, playing like a, a college quad, like yeah. orientation yeah. festival. It's so like, it's hey, a band got, that was actually started in college. Yeah. We've got fall registration between two and four and then Soma at four thirty. you know, Soma's in the quad. Yeah, exactly. They're going to play for a couple hours, but, uh, um, they, they cover Chris Tomlin songs. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's one of those Chris Tomlin cover bands. That's all the rage right now. Um, so yeah, we have a room in a church called Soma, uh, we're going to take three episodes, and the way that works is the first two episodes are kind of normal. We work through our topics, uh, except for the live audience, and then the last step is Q&A. Q&A is always the best episode. It's always a lot of fun. Um, people bring us stuff. They bring us uh, they bring us swag. This year, it's going to be Kent Tecalvi, uh baseball-related memorabilia, so uh, we'll we'll look for the Tecalvi and Ron Say swag. Um, we provide sheet cake, I think, so I... I we have previously. Yeah. We've, we've sort of set a precedent, so I think uh, I think we may have to make that happen. I feel again. like the people are expecting sheet cake. So there will be sheet cake. There will be snacks. There may be Ligaris Roasters coffee on hand. Uh, but there will definitely be good times. And Piper, where can they get tickets for Indie Live? The easiest place to go is you just go to happyrantpodcast.com. Uh, you will see you know, the description of the show, and you just scroll down a little bit. You'll see a big section that says events and a big orange button that says order your tickets. So you hit that. takes you to the Eventbrite page. Tickets are 15 bucks a pop, um, so not expensive. And uh, that's mainly just to help us cover costs because we have to travel to get there, and sheet cake isn't free. That's right. Uh, granted, sheet cake's not that expensive either. But um, <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, you go you go to happyarmpodcast.com, hit the orange button that says order tickets, and then order them. And you can order for yourself and your family and your friends and your whole church staff and uh, you know however many people you want to bring. We are happy to have you. I would also like to amend the Kent to Colby statement to yeah. for those who who maybe struggle to find that because because let's like be honest, take a little bit of a there isn't that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean you you're probably going to have to get something custom made yeah. and while we would be thrilled at that, I'm not sure that's a fair expectation no, you're for right, our Piper, wonderful you're right. listeners. That's good wisdom. I'll go for any retro baseball anything. There you go. I will go for base, that too. 80s baseball, so 80s baseball cards, 80 base like bobbleheads, pennants, posters, books, t-shirts. Yep. Yep, yeah, books. Um any of those things, you know, like the the build the the old old school Bill James uh, books oh, dude, whatever. yeah, I would just, love some of those. I would absolutely love those for sure. So that and uh, and really, I'm being selfish. I don't know what Ron wants, but I'd be happy with any. Bring Ron tea. He's always happy with tea. I'll take uh, Ted and I will be thrilled with with 80s baseball. Yep. Stuff. No, that's perfect. That's way to put a fine point on it, Piper. Yeah, Ron. Ron wants tea. We want 80s baseball stuff. And uh, dude, yeah, if I walked out of there with some baseball cards and maybe a, I don't know, a cap or a T-shirt or a little bit of swag, I'd be, I'd be you know, as happy as can be. So uh, that is live in Indy. It is March 31st. Is that right, Pipe? 
That is correct. March 31st, 7 p.m. at uh, at Soma Church. And the, again, all the details are at happyparentpodcast.com, so you can find them there. But uh, it's, yep. And it's that's the night before the Gospel Coalition Conference starts. So if you're intending to be there, or if you know people from your church who are intending to be there, just refer them here. Say, hey, go in the night early. You get to have a ton of fun before you get a ton of sermon, and everybody wins. Absolutely. Piper, good promo, man. And I'm looking forward to that. Uh, to that event. And it occurs to me just in talking about that and in the salesmanship aspect of that, which is something we've talked about in the program before. And as authors, we kind of feel um, a little bit sheepish about kind of constantly self-promoting and talking about our own books and stuff. But um, someone who isn't sheepish at all about self-promoting, um, at least as it pertains to his stake business, um, is one Matt Chandler, Matty Chan. Um, so Matty Chan, if you're not familiar, is a is a huge reformed megachurch pastor. Kind of the, you know, we we try to make distinctions among um, different authors in our tribe. He's sort of the frat boy. He's sort of the like the 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 lamb the um, you know, the the leader of the fraternity that is reformed him. Um, he's got like a forty thousand seat megachurch there in Houston and is killing it. Um, it's Dallas, the other oh, enormous dude, I'm sorry. Texas, the city. other enormous Texas city. Yeah. So. When I say we got to straighten that out because those people are real touchy about you know keeping their cities straight, even though the metro areas basically merge into one another and cover (laughs) eight thousand square miles. Dude, exactly, exactly. When I say killing it, Piper, I really mean that he's killing it in that he's killing cattle, um, cutting them up into steaks, and then selling the steaks. So, Pipe, you're a marketing guy. Talk us through this. Talk us through. How you ran across the the Matt Chandler steak business and and kind of what you think of it? I ran across it because we have awesome listeners who know exactly the kinds of things that will make us sit up and go, "Oh, we must discuss this." And so it was it was tweeted at us by one of one of those listeners, and um, yeah, so it's it is a fascinating thing that a man who is who is a successful pastor, who is highly respected, who is an author or at least a, uh, a co-author yeah. with a writer, yeah. um, is, is now starting a business of like, he, it's a meatpacking business. Yeah. I mean, I realize it's probably like a high end steak company, but still, I mean, what's the difference? If you're getting steaks, the rest of the cow has to have something done with it as well. So you're essentially, it's a butcher business. Dude, it's a butcher business. Matt, Matt the Butcher Chandler. Matt the Butcher, that would be his pro wrestling name. And, and you know, I mean, doggone it. Could, couldn't we all see this coming from, from a mile away? I mean, Piper would, or uh, Chandler would reach a certain level in his ministry and his writing career and, and say, what's next? You know, it's, it's steaks. Obviously, um, I want to slaughter cattle well, and, and is, sell it to people. Is there anything more Texan than starting a steak company? No, that's I mean, maybe the, maybe like a barbecue chain. That's but the Texanest again, thing that there is. Dead beef. What are the odds, Piper, that wherever he is right now, he's driving around in a car with like horns on the front? I, I just feel like if I'm a rancher in Texas, I want that big, long, kind of low slung Cadillac with a set of horns on the front. Um, and, and if I've got my own steak company, man, I'm I'm doing that a hundred times out of a hundred. Do you think Channy is, or is he kind of doing the faux humble reformed thing where it's like, you know, I still ride around in my nine year old Toyota Sienna with the with the Cheerios ground into the carpet because that's what a regular guy I am. I would never do regular guy stuff. If I had the money, dude, I would I would go full on ostentatious I, in a heartbeat. I don't, I don't think Matt Chandler is a Toyota Sienna guy. What do you think he's driving? I think. What do you think Channy's I driving? I think he's driving. 
I think he's driving like a Ford King Ranch. Okay. So yeah. that's that is the it's like the F one fifty F two fifty King Ranch series. So they're they're like they're they're all they're all you know tripped out. Yeah. And his nine King kids Ranch can is, like his nine kids can watch a little TV in there. The King Ranch costs yeah, like one hundred fifty thousand dollars. You know, shoot, they they probably has a TV studio in it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the King Ranch is named after the King Ranch of Texas, which is just an ungodly enormous ranch maybe the largest privately held ranch in the country something like that yeah. i mean it's it's huge yep so it's a ranch so big that ford named a line of trucks after it so i he's he's driving one of those yeah. or something akin to that that's my guess so and i'm doing show prep while we're on the show so <laughs> that's good man organic is, show uh, prep organic as, right. as channy steaks those cows had a good life i'm sure well, speaking of organic, that's mm-hmm. actually how this all started. Ooh, do tell. Uh, so this all started nine years ago when Matt Chandler was di- diagnosed with incurable brain cancer. He was given two years to live. That's true, yeah. and was very sobering at the time. I remember. That's also that, like a very that, great part of the narrative. The narrative, though, when you're when yeah. you're selling steaks, so yeah. that's right. Um, so yeah, I remember hearing that at Thanksgiving, I was at my parents' place mm-hmm. and that was, that was pretty sobering. Yeah. Uh, his doctors had informed him to eat clean because apparently that helps cancer. Yep. Um, his team of surgeons and oncologists instructed him that his diet should consist of all natural hormone free, antibiotic free beef. Okay. That's that. I like that diagnosis. I yeah. wish my doctors would tell me that. Absolutely. You know, they're more like eat vegetables. Yeah. Uh, in following orders, he began to seek this meat locally with no success. And this forced him to seek online sales. Mm. And led him to buying a ranch. Well, well naturally, as it I does. I read that wrong. You know? <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. I read that wrong. Missed a very key word, <laughs> buying from a ranch. Oh, I got so he didn't you. Buy I got the ranch. you. Yeah, yeah. That, that would have been amazing. I was going to say, who among us um, can't relate to that? You know? That's right. I'm just looking around I online. Find and clean beef. That's right. Dog so on it. I'm just going to buy the ranch. cows. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> that that is that that that's the ultimate rich guy. I couldn't find a team to root for, so I bought a team to root, exactly. to root for. That's kind of this. His co-founder is named Lance Autry, which is Oh, the, the, the Texanist name. That's the perfect rancher name. Dude, if your name is Matt Lance Chandler Autry, is not. you're not failing in life. You know what I mean? It's no. a, it's a you're, Yeah, that, your road is paved with gold, you know? You you are going to be one of three things. Okay. You are going to be a country singer yep. with lots of hits. Yep. You are going to win rodeos yeah. and be a champion bull rider, or you're going to own a steak ranch. Dude, and in all three cases, um, women are going to literally throw themselves at you if your name yes. is Lance Autry and you're doing any of those three things. I feel like the steak rancher might be a little bit less sexy than the other two, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, uh, This guy is an entrepreneur who noticed that, quote, it always seemed <laughs> odd to him that people would spend large amounts of money on dome cookers and pellet grills then mm. cook poor quality meat from chain grocery stores mm. that all, yada, that yada. does seem odd have you thought about that i mean have you have you spent because I, I know i have I do, i've just spent a lot of time yeah, i mean i walk in and i see somebody with the big green egg and i'm like wait you bought your meat from kroger yeah how dare you right what are That's we what I think when people are cooking cooking beef for me on their grill exactly so what i want to know piper maybe you can shed some light on this how did Lance Autry, the 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 ranch maven of of Texas, find Maddie Chan? How did this happen? Yeah, they this story kind of skips those details. It it gives like the inspiration of you know cancer couldn't find the beef, and then it just says to that they then then it just describes him as a co-founder. And mm. I was like, well, what about the co-founding? Yeah, 
And then it goes on to talk about him beating cancer. That's good. And then they have high quality beef. That's good. Sure. So in order to give them a fair shake here, it's called Texas Texas Craft Steaks. Okay. They have an Instagram account. Yep. They have a website. So if you just Google Texas Craft Steaks, mm-hmm. you'll find it. Or you can also just Google Matt Chandler Steak, which is fun to Google. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, man. So Matt Chandler so, Steak, um, you can buy yeah. – you, you can buy – you know, Christian sanctified organic, you know, grass fed steaks. This is a great hormone free, antibiotic free, right. all of it free, except for the steak. It's not free. I'm sure it's expensive. I'm sure it is too. So I what what would be the equivalent for another mega church pastor? Because this is like Yeah. Matt Chandler is he's Texan to the core. Mm-hmm. He's a pickup truck driving, apparently cattle ranch owning, yeah. hormone steak free selling. Yep. Mega mega church pastor. That's about as Texan as it gets. What uh, what is like sort of the regionally specific equivalent for for some Ooh, other mega church pastor? That's good, man. That's good. Um, let's. We're probably going to need to just throw out some names and zip through them. But um, I'm thinking for Alistair Bag, like a really high end like Scotch, like a craft Scotch, because he's Presby, right? Uh, I think he's non-denominational, but okay. if you're Scottish, I assume you're Presbyterian at some level. Yeah, like you're just you just are. If you're Scottish, and you're definitely like, a drinker. Yeah, exactly. The usual strictures of like, you know, just the usual kind of boundaries don't apply to you if you're Scottish. So um, I'm, th- I'm yeah, either that or he would start. He would start like a a golf apparel company. I could see that. I could see that. You know. And like Beg is a great name for a brand, you know. Like, yeah, I, yeah. These are these are Beg clubs. Yeah, these are Beg or, clubs. Or this know, is Beg scotch. It's the kind of scotch that like, yeah, it comes in an outer canister that you have to unscrew the top of, and then you and then you actually like unsheath the bottle from the canister, and you talk yes. about like how it was casked and uh, and and that sort of thing. I, I could see that for Alistair Beg. What about uh, what about this Piper? What about Timmy K? What's his ancillary product? <laughs> Man, that's a tough one. Like, where is he really from? I don't know. That's I mean, the he's thing. known he's known for being a New Yorker. Yeah, because that's where his church was. Yeah, I mean, an art Let's gallery. See. Like, could, could you see Timmy K? Like, that's that's Paul Tripp, and that's actually in real life. That's a real thing. Like Paul his, Tripp has an art gallery. His well, his wife. Okay. his wife ran an art gallery. I don't know if she still does, but you know, like in, a, in, a, in a, the arts district of Philadelphia. Oh, that's good. Which, given given his his whole aesthetic, that makes total sense. Yeah, it totally um, does. And yeah, so he would Paul Tripp would also start like a cooking show. <laughs> um, you know, like because like, like, he's he's a he's like a, a gourmet chef on the side. Are too. you kidding so, me? Yeah, boy, that guy. No, you, that's that's a real thing. You think you know Paul Tripp, and he just keeps surprising you. You know, he keeps you off balance. Yeah, he writes. He writes a whole bunch of books that are really good, and then he goes and just makes a s- delicious steak tartare. Oh, what a um, guy! What a guy! Probably with Matt Chandler steaks. Exactly. Let's see. Um, what would Keller do? That's a tough one. Mm. Hmm. Dude, who else what, is any, there? Any thoughts on your end? Um, I yeah, my only thought was like art gallery or like a, a real like indie record label. You know what I mean? He would start the yeah. indie record label where. You know, he would put out the the record by the the the, the super lo fi Brooklyn indie like hipster bands. And um I could see that I, I could see him buying and refurbishing like an old one screen movie theater. Oh, totally. And showing just showing movies that he enjoys. Yeah. You know, because yeah. he strikes me as somebody who probably loves 
just movies that you wouldn't suspect that he loves, like random 80s comedies yeah. or uh, like Chris Farley movies or something. And so, yeah, he buys one of those. It's got the it's got the great signage outside. Yep, the marquee. And, uh, I, the, the, and Keller Theater sounds really good. Yeah, going down to the like, Keller. I would go to the Keller Theater yeah. to, see, to see, you know, Goonies. Yeah, I'm taking in, so, a, taking in a movie at the Keller tonight. Yeah, I, I yeah, dig it. Absolutely. I dig it. Um, let's let's what, get another mega church pastor. Let's yeah. What about uh, what about my dad? He's not a pastor anymore, but he was for Ooh, a long time. Yeah, your dad, man. Ancillary products for John Piper. Um, so thinking regionally specific, he's he's so deeply rooted in Minnesota at this yeah. point that I feel like it. All, all that came to mind was like a walleye farm, <laughs> dude. Because, I love it. I love beca- it because that's because we started with with like if if you get steaks from Texas, you get walleye from Minnesota. But yeah, um, dude, I feel like with your dad, it would be some sort of super understated product that like academics would want. So I'm thinking like a canvas shoulder bag. You know what I mean to carry like all your books in. Um, yeah. but it's not comfortable and it's not sleek because reform guys love, <laughs> they love being yeah. uncomfortable and kind of self-flagellating and, and hating themselves. So, um, no, you, you know what, you know what it would be? And this is insider knowledge what? speaking. It would be office furniture. Interesting. Why? Yeah. Speak to that. Because my, my dad does not care about anything. Yeah at all yeah no things yep he eats like the same thing for breakfast he wears the same he just sort of humorously wears the same thing to every speaking engagement (laughs) he's just he's not a things guy yeah 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 but the comfort of his office chair and the setup of his desk he has a heated desk now that was a gift to him oh my goodness that's amazing so so here's the thing. He gets really cold hands. I think he has Raynaud's syndrome. You know, yeah. it's a circulation issue, which sounds really serious. It's not. It's yeah. not super serious. Yeah. It just means you got to keep your hands warm. Sure. Um, so he has like a heated desk. He's got this great mic set up for when he does podcasts. I mean, it's – Wow. He's got a nice setup in his office. It's not luxurious. Yeah. But it's like super – it's exactly what you'd expect for him, sort of super efficient, yep. practical. Yep. Don't have to like reach for anything to do all of the tasks you need to do. Yeah, huge computer monitor, etc. Yep. So he can do all of his like look at the book stuff from his desk. Yeah. All that technology setup. So yeah, I think it would either be a service company that does office setup or an equipment company that sells. You know, it sells setups. Dude, I like that. And man, I bet if he partnered, if he partnered with the the heated desk guy like right now, they they could sell a ton of those. Every like oh, yeah small to middling pastor who admires John Piper everywhere would go, you know what, doggone it, I need a heated desk in my study. I can be, you know, 20% more efficient when I'm diving deep into those books and and writing my sermons. I mean, my hands are getting cold right now just thinking about not having one. Yeah, exactly. So this this power of suggestion is strong. Dude, let's make this happen, man. I don't know who who made the heated desk for your pops, but I feel like we could, there could be some business to do. They could be a future sponsor of the Happy Rant. Um, and we could we could get those moving, man. Maybe we could even uh, we could score a couple heated desks, Piper. Um, man, that would be amazing. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't turn that away. I'll tell you that. Do we maybe have one more mega church pastor? I feel like we've done all like legitimate guys. Who are some ridiculous guys that could have ancillary well, products? Well, since, since Ronnie's not on, and we can throw this guy out there without mm-hmm. him just giving like an audible eye roll. Yeah. What about Andy Stanley? Dude, Stanley has probably – he's already probably part owner in like 14 companies, to be honest. Because if there's anything that guy loves, it's like falling face first into a pile of money. So um, <laughs> Things that you and I know nothing about. Dude, yeah, yeah. Um, you, things that you and I cannot speak to in a firsthand way. But I feel like Stanley probably owns 
you know, whoever the big like defense contractor is nowadays that's like rebuilding Iraq <laughs> or whatever, he probably he's probably part owner of that. You know what I mean? Uh, he and Tim LaHaye are probably the other, going to have these on, yeah. on whoever oh, that is. Yeah, Jerry Jenkins is absolutely rebuilding Iraq. There's yeah. no question there. For sure. Um, the the other the other option is I think for Stanley. I mean, you, you watch him speak, and he's always he's like the perfect. He he looks very J Crew, yeah. like very trimly fitted. Yeah. There there are these brands of shirts now that you hear advertised on podcasts. It's all like an online ordering thing. So you send in your measurements. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. they send you these sort of like there's a there's a brand called Untuck It. Yep. There's uh that's those are like the perfect untuckable shirts. Yep. Now Stanley always has his tucked in from what I've seen, but yeah. So I think it yeah it would be like fashion men's shirts and and he would have some tagline kind of aiming at the dumpy pastor. You know like <laughs> shirts uh, for the what, dumpy what would pastor. Be? That should be the tagline. Yeah, I mean, but he would be, it would be like, uh, cause he's what the dumpy pastor aspires to be. Like they, they all want to be yes. rich white men with huge churches, but they're not. Like they're, they're dumpy white men with tiny churches, but, um, he's selling yeah, so the dream. It would be like, you know, pre- preach, preach with, uh, I mean, not dignity. That's a little too much, but like, it'd be like the sharp dressed preacher. Piper, or something I got like it. That. I got the like, perfect tagline as a marketing guy. Okay. You're going to appreciate this. Here it is. Um, Dumpy Pastor Shirts, that's the name of the company, colon, okay. dress for the church you want. You know you know that old <laughs> adage, like, dress for the job you want? Like, dress for yes, the church dress. you want, you know? Um, I think yeah, that's got to Dress like, for success measured a little differently. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Dude, so Andrew, like Andrew Stanley, if you're listening, uh, you're welcome, number one, for the idea. But uh, let's talk. Let's, uh, let's schedule a phone call. We can do a teleconference. Um, and we can make this deal happen because I think there's, there's money to be made there for the kingdom. Um, if we, if we put our, our heads together on this shirt company, I think that's a great one, Piper. Um, that's brilliant. I, I have one more to, I have one more pastor to throw out there cause we would be remiss and it would be a failure as, as a true happy rant episode if we didn't throw out Stephen Furtick as a possibility oh, because Ferdy. how can, how can we discuss megachurch pastors without, yeah without, so what, what is his, Okay, let's set aside all nutritional supplements. Oh, dude, I was going to go there. Cheating! I was going to go with like (laughs) of course you were like a semi-steroidal, like banned in fourteen countries, kind of like weightlifting nutritional supplement. But it's too easy. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, some some protein powder, some something. Dude, not to mention he's probably he's probably already part owner in like fourteen protein company. You know, I think he co-owns GNC. So yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. That's that seems that seems like a, a surety. So what else would it be? I've got one for you, and you may. I don't know. You may or may not like this one. Um, right. I think Ferdy goes goes halvesies on a fragrance. Um, I think there's a cologne. That, there's a I, body I'm spray. I'm in the same arena with my idea. I okay. like it. I like it. Okay. Yes. What do you got? See, okay. Well, let's let's work out the uh, the fragrance idea first, okay. and then maybe we can combine your idea with mine. Yeah. So let's let's yeah. flush that one out. Yeah. What uh, what kind of fragrance are we talking about here? Ooh, it's very well. I Ferdy Ferdy's gonna see. This is a positive. I see it as a negative. It's just gonna. It's gonna sound. It's gonna smell very like chemically, sort of, sort of like Axe body spray plus. Um, it's it's the smell of the mega church piper. It's the smell. You know what it's gonna smell like? It's gonna smell like if you mixed Axe body spray with like new construction. You know that new construction smell that's like fresh drywall. Yeah, it's like and new, new, the, yeah, it's like the, the the if they have different fragrances, there's like new carpet, yeah, new smoke carpets, machine. Yeah, so, yeah, right, smoke machine and and drywall, you know, so you're going to mix your new construction <laughs> smells because that freshly painted children's wing. Freshly painted children's wing, like some new some new stadium seats in the arena there. 
Um, you know, that's really what what the buyer is going to be dreaming about. They're going to dream about their own mega church. So, um, yeah, Essence of Ferdy is a it's the smell of new construction. Or maybe just the smell I of money, like, like dollar bills, freshly minted dollar bills. And I feel like if if you wore the dumpy pastor shirts and smelled like Essence of Ferdy, you're just your church will will grow exponentially. Yeah, you just added 1200 people. Easy. You know, cuz you're the kind of guy now yeah. that they can get behind. Um, they want to be led by you, uh, is what's going to happen if you use Ferdy's cologne. Now, Piper, what was your Ferdy ancillary product? See, mine. So a couple episodes ago, we talked about, uh, sexist razors. I'm a Harry's <laughs> razors guy. Yep. I think you said your dollar shave club. I am. I think like Ferdy shave club, except because he's, he's a bearded man with, with very well groomed hair. So it's, it's men's grooming product. Oh, I like it. I so like you've it. got like the beard oils, you've got the pomade, yep. you've got, uh, he pr- he has to have some sort of serum in there to help with wrinkles. Yeah. Got to keep those crow's feet away. Um, Dude, just oil so to that's spray the- on like the the upper part yes. of your chest that shows when you're wearing the deep V. You know, so just a little yeah, oil to make exactly. that part so glisten. Get the chest hair glistens just a little yep. bit more. Yep. That's right, <laughs> absolutely. So, but I feel like the fragrance pairs very well with that because it's all it's all part of the aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. No, I I totally get that. I totally totally get that. Yeah, it's it's a full line of men's grooming products. And I think this is, again, just a natural for Ferdy. And I think he's crazy if he's not already doing it. Um, man, this is fun. Do you have a couple more? A couple more names? What Rick Warren? Oh, Ricky. Um, that's a good one. That's a good one. I feel like... I mean... Go ahead. The, the cliche would be a Hawaiian shirts, but that's yeah. that's sort of like that's sort of like nutritional supplements in Furtick. It's so low hanging, we're just gonna ignore Dude, it. Dude, you know what crit you know what rich Christian old people love doing? They love like taking a really lavish trip. So like a really lavish vacation anywhere and just like kind of low key imbuing it with some spirituality. I feel like Rick Warren would own like a travel agency where he plans these yes. super high end tours for rich Christian people. And he throws in a little spirituality. Like he can imbue it with like, I don't know, you're going to go visit an orphanage or you're going to do some like historical Christian thing that makes your trip to Tahiti like quote unquote meaningful. So that when you talk about yeah, like it, just they, they they major on the Mediterranean cruise. Yeah. Because yeah. they're so like, you're like, oh, this is where Paul was killed, but also yeah. beaches. Yeah, this is this is where Paul like got beaten every day for six months and and. And lived on like one little rind of bread. But for you, you know, beaches and lavish meals and yeah, yeah. Um, That's right. And try the whitefish. It's delicious. Try the whitefish. I could, I could see him totally heading up that kind of company and having it just rain money. Um, just yeah. buckets, like sheets of money. Um, I got one for you, Piper. Actually, no. Tell All me, right. tell me your Rick Warren thing. What do you, what are you thinking for Ricky? See, it's funny because as, as you started were hemming and hawing, I immediately thought of tours to Israel. Yeah. Yep. And so we are almost exactly on the same page. You just went sort of broader travel, but yeah, I'd like the the religious tourism thing just seems to fit so well. It really does. Coming out of coming out of like that rich evangelical Southern California, I think it's yeah. I mean, it's it's I can see the checks being written right now. You can see it's the just, checks it's being written, printing money, and you can see who they're being written by. Um, yes. And that is a that is a fertile audience. There are a lot of them, and they have a lot of money to burn. Um, I got another one for you, Pipe. Drisky. Um, uh, one, he was going to be my next suggestion. One too. Mark Driscoll. What is, what's he selling? What's his ancillary product? Um, 
I, I see Drisky going into the like kooky religious products, okay. like prayer shawls. Oh, yeah. And uh, like religiously imbued essential oils. Yeah, and shofars so you, you order, and stuff. You, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you order like you order like es- essence of the Holy Spirit and it comes with a free diffuser. Yep. Um, yep. And like prayer snuggies so that it's a, it's it's a comfortable prayer shawl exactly um, exactly I, that's i kind of see him going that route it's either that or like opening boxing gyms dude when you were it's one it's one of the two i could see that too yeah mma like cage fighting for christ kind of thing yeah when you were in israel did did they was part of your tour to go to like one of these huge like religious tchotchke shops did you do that on your uh, in your travels? I mean, I feel like those are kind of just around. They are because yeah. their tourism is such a big business, or like religious tourism, Rick Warren tourism. Yeah, um, was such a big deal that they were just around. We didn't. The group that I was with didn't spend a lot of time at those things, though. They were just sort of yeah. there, like in the old city. They're around, dude. So yeah, they were they were everywhere, and we went to one like right at the beginning of our tour. And our tour guide, he was a, he was incredible. He was this really wolfish like older Israeli man named Itai, who was, who was great. We all kind of worshiped the ground that he walked on, but he was, he was always working an angle, you know, he was working a hustle and part of his hustle was, um, like on our way in after the airport, um, he drove us right to this huge tchotchke shop and I'm sure he got a kickback on like, like everything that we bought there because it was like, all right, everybody disembark. You've got an hour to look for like tchotchkes and then, and then we're getting back in the bus. So, I had a buddy who I traveled with who loves any kind of religious tchotchke. I mean, he was just like, um, you know, going going bananas at this place. And man, he's gonna love he's gonna love Drisky business when it opens. Dude, up. right? He's gonna love the Drisky branded shofar um, because this guy, man, he he like he had a shopping cart. Like you could actually get a shopping cart at this place and load it up with tchotchkes. And he had a few shofars that he was going back and forth on. And part of his logic was, I just don't know if I'm going to ever be in a situation again where I've got, I've got shofars like this to choose from. Little did he know that like every gas station in Israel, you know, you can like fill your car up with, with unleaded and go in and like take a leak and buy like a candy bar and a shofar. You know, they're everywhere. That's right. It's like, yeah, I'll take, I'll take a Coke and a shofar, please. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take, I'll take, uh, I'll take 14 gallons on pump four and a, and a shofar and a, you know, a, a a Red Bull, you know, um, yeah, they were yeah, everywhere. It's it's it is absolutely true. So I so I'm envisioning Driscoll's marketing for this thing, yeah. and I see it as like the the uh, the paid advertising on television, yeah. You know where they're the spokesperson, he's got the kind of like they used to do for like ShamWow or yeah. OxyClean, oh, or whatever. Yeah. I can just see Driscoll like holding out this this woolen woven scarf. Yep. And in that, you know, that sort of raspy voice, you know, that he yeah. has, where he's like, and you know, we we've we have prayed over this, and yeah, we have anointed it with the Holy Spirit, and it is infused with. Like I can hear him just going on that, and then going on the and buy two and get a third free for your next door neighbor kind of thing. Yeah, and and then spinning into like how this is evangelism and how the Holy Spirit will anoint your whole neighborhood. Absolutely, I, think, I could totally I think see that's, that. Also, Drisky's This may already be happening in the Scottsdale area. I'm not sure. Drisky's persona is analogous with the ShamWow guy. Like that that guy, like he Drisky is the church version of that guy. Um so I think this is just <laughs> There's a, some truth in that. This is a natural for him. This is really a natural. Uh all right, I got another one for you. Um right. and by the way, this is the whole episode. Um so like like <laughs> we had three topics, but now we've just settled. Yeah, into we're this we're one. down to one. We've gone thirty five <laughs> minutes on this one topic. So uh we're just gonna stay here. Rob Bell. What what is Robbie B? What is he selling? 
So I have I, I, in a in a strange twist of fate. Okay, oh, I can't wait I see, to where this is going. So so Rob, Rob Bell started as like a solid preacher. Well, at least, you know, yeah. gave that impression. And then he got yeah, sort yeah. of more and more out there to the point where, like, he's like, I don't know. Does Jesus exist? Yeah. Does anything exist? Do I exist? Dude, I'm going surfing with Aaron Rodgers. Street- I'm ruining his faith. You yeah. know, yeah. I mean, he's doing it's all like, I'm things. a spiritual advisor who believes nothing at all. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's going to go into financial services. Okay. He's going to be like, yeah. let me help. He's going to he, he's a suit and tie guy yep. who is helping people get out of their adjustable rate mortgages. Interesting. Wow. Now, yeah, this this is fascinating to me, Piper, and I love the I love the creativity there because immediately like I went to you know, he's gonna sell like surfboard wax. Remember how there was that surfboard wax that was called like sex wax? Um he he uh-huh. would sell like whatever the Rob Bell version of that is. It could be that, it could be like a he could put It'd his be like Zimzum wax. Zimzum wax, exactly. He could put his name on like a like a quinoa brand, um, you know, take advantage of the of the quinoa bubble that we're in right now. Um, you know, but, but I like this See, financial that, services that feels, thing. That feels way too predictable to me. I agree. It, I he, agree. Rob Bell, though he got to where he is by refusing to stay where he was. Like yeah. he just was perpetually like, no, nah, I'm not sure about that. No, nah, yeah. I'm not sure about that. Yeah. And so I, I, I think the, the hard turn for him to make is into just sort of corporate America. Yep. He becomes a, a corporate buttoned up. Yeah. He's going to have a salesman of financial services. He's going to sell you your next life insurance policy. He's going to have a slim fit suit. You're going to go into yep. his office. You're going to see a little a little picture of the wife and kids, and you know he's going to yeah he's going to plug all your information into into a spreadsheet and save you some you're, money. You're gonna you're gonna trust him yes. because he can show you his portfolio of clients and it's professional athletes and it's Oprah. Yeah, but then you're also going to trust him because he's going to be able to drop the you know you know in a former life I was a pastor. You yeah, know, yeah, really well, but I just felt like God was calling the, me to something know, different. Just, yeah. Wasn't the right thing for me long term. Yeah, and, yeah. And so you're like, oh, he's an inherently trustworthy man. He's a trustworthy And so right. I will give him all my money to invest in whatever. That's right. Absolutely. Um, do you think Rob Bell would be good at investments, given how he's managed his own career? Let's use his career as the, as the barometer of, of whether or not he's going to be good at investments, because I'm, I'm not so sure. I don't know if I'm sold on it. No, I think I think if he here's the thing, if he was going to be good at investments, mm-hmm. he would have figured out how to to sell stocks that he had at at a different time. Instead, yeah. he uh he let them devalue to the point where he's now he's now lost. Yeah. He's lost the he's lost the evangelical cachet and cachiche yeah. that he had. Dude, the dumbest thing he ever did was leaving Grand Rapids because he his shtick was just absolutely a gold mine in Grand Rapids because in Grand Rapids people people wanted to rebel whereas in California like everybody's rebellious so like big big whoop you know you've got this like edgy I don't know if Jesus is a real thing church deal well whatever you can get that They're at, like, like yeah nobody here believes in Jesus yeah, exactly. welcome to the club you can get that anywhere in California you can swing a cat in any direction and hit some guy who's talking about that but um, in Grand Rapids he was like the archetypal like West Michigan rebel in that he wasn't really rebellious, but like everybody felt a little more dangerous by being around him. So I, I think yeah, his, his rebellion was simply posing questions. Yeah. It wasn't like God is dead. It was like, well, are we sure? Yeah. What if? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I think whatever, whatever next like career moment, whatever the rocket ship moment is for Rob Bell, it involves moving back to GR. Um, Cause that's really his wheelhouse. See mine for him was a little bit different in that, I have him, Piper, moving back to Grand Rapids 
and opening up an advertising agency, which is no less crass. I mean, it's equally cash grabby as yours. Um, but mm-hmm. it's just like he's going to have an ad agency. It's going to be called Soma. Um, they're going to buy like a like an empty building that was like it's going to be ironic for some reason. So they're going to buy the yeah. old like First National Bank building in Grand Rapids and and they're going to hipster it out. Uh, they're going to call it Soma Soma Advertising um, or Soma Marketing or whatever. And, and he's going to make a killing. It's going to rain money. Uh, they're going to be doing commercials for like all their commercials are going to look like Numa's. Like you're not going to know what the product is that they're selling. <laughs> yes. You're going to have no clue what they're selling. Uh, it's it's going to be like Donald Miller's thing, except that Miller's really good at it. Yeah, and Bell is just going to rely completely on personality. Dude, you're right. Donald Miller has literally done this. Like he went from being yes. like slightly rebellious hipster author to being like you know leadership guy in 20 minutes. Um, and yeah, and I've said this before. The difference is like if you look at Miller's marketing stuff. Yeah. It's really good marketing stuff. Dude, that's like fascinating. He, he crafted this into a – he really does help brands. And I feel like if Rob Bell did this, he would really sell himself. Dude, which makes sense because, I mean, Donald Miller, like, helped his own brand. You know, he was a guy with, like, nothing to sell, really, but he sold the daylights out of it. You know, with, with Blue Like mm-hmm. Jazz and the whole Donald Miller deal there for a while, you know, 15 years ago or whenever that was – um, yeah, I would definitely, I would trust Donald Miller with, with my advertising. Um, so at whatever point it becomes time for happy rant to do like a, like an ad buy for the Super Bowl, Um, I think we're going to trust Donald Miller with that. But, um, but I, I can yeah, see he's, he, he can help us build our story brand. Uh, I'm not sure I want Numa advertising anywhere near this thing. <laughs> exactly, man. Numa advertising. People are going to watch this spot and they're going to be like, Oh, that was really thought-provoking and pretty, and I have no idea what the product is. Um, so that that leads to the follow-up question is, yeah. of all of these products we have discussed, which ones would we actually put our money into? Like either yeah. as an investor or as a purchaser of said product. Ooh, what am I investing in? That's interesting. So we've got steaks. Yep. We've got office furniture. Yep. We've got a theater. Yep. Uh, we've got we've – got, We've got uh, men's grooming products. Tours. Men's grooming products, yeah. and we've got um, and we've got men's like pastors' fashion. Yeah, like, dude, I, I don't know about J- you, J. Piper, Crewy. but I'm going, I'm going all in on Andy Stanley dumpy pastor, you know, uh, fashion wear. I'm going all in on that. I, if I if I was an investor, I would put money behind that. I would not put money behind the theater, although yeah. I would as a customer. Dude, yeah, I would, I would spend I would money ex- to go to said theater. I'd be excited to go to the theater, but I don't think I would invest yeah. in it. Um, you know, office furniture, I think I might consider doing both. Dude, it's not sexy, but that's got legs, man. That really has legs. Yeah, and it's and nobody's ever accused Mike. My dad is not a uh he's not an over aggressive uh businessman. He's no. not the Andy Stanley of this yeah. of these so so he's gonna scale this thing appropriately. He's gonna it's scale gonna it, he's at gonna at be like pace. Yeah, he's gonna be the perfect sort of organic pitch guy in that you know, like that spot is gonna open on you know, John Piper sitting at his desk, being super productive. His hands are warm. You know, his fingers are flying away on the keys. He's writing like 14 books. And then he's going to turn and, and very earnestly, blood earnestly face the camera and go, um, <laughs> this desk is so warm. You know, you have no idea it's right. how warm and comfortable this desk is and how it, it gives me such serious joy. It gives me such serious yeah. joy. Yeah. This guy, this, this, yeah, I, this desk is a gift from the know, Lord and also a gift from the Amish guy who made it for me. 
You know the uh, the the Shane Company diamonds commercials or the uh, the Tom Bodette, what is it, Motel Six? <laughs> yeah, Motel Six. Yeah, that's that's sort of the spirit of this. You know, it's it's like the the trustworthy yep. older gentleman. That's right. Who's, He's he's not trying to impress anybody. He's there in like a ratty sweater or that yep. that same that same blazer he wears for everything. Dude, right. And yeah, you just look at him and he just stares at you with that super <laughs> intense gaze. Yep. And, and then you have a, a heated desk. And you know what's happening outside it just happened. Outside the window in this ad, Piper, if I'm shooting the spot, like there's snowflakes falling. Like there's a snowstorm going on outside of his study in Minneapolis, but he's toasty and warm in his heated desk. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's another polar vortex. Yeah, it's negative eighty thousand degrees outside, but he's his fingers are warm on this heated desk. That's right. It's not cold in Piper's office. Oh no. Um, yeah, I'm investing in that all day long. That that's a winner. That's a winner. I don't. Andy yeah. Stanley dumpy Stanley's, clothes is a Stanley's winner. A winner. Um, Rick Warren is like I, they're they're cutting me a dividend check before they even start. Oh, that dude, company. the Rick Warren people thing. Have, people have paid for trips that don't exist. It's yet. raining money. I would go all in on that all day long. Um, Ferdy's thing. I would be uh, too embarrassed to get involved. You know, and I I think it's the kind of thing that like. He would move some Plus units you know initially. That, you know they're going to be they're going to be really well packaged, yeah. crappy products. Yep. Yeah, they're going to be like mass produced in some you know sweatshop, but they're going to look nice. Um, yeah, they're so, all going to have a slight smell of rubbing alcohol. Oh, you exactly. Know. Yeah, very antiseptic. Very, very. Yeah, um, just not great. Drisky. What about Driscoll? What about Driscoll's uh, re- religious paraphernalia, dude? That I think. That's going to be dependent on Drisky being a safe investment or not. And he's such a loose cannon. I don't trust him. You know, I don't trust Drisky to not like backhand somebody at his church and then the whole company's down the drain. So um, I don't think I'm putting my dollars yeah, he, behind He actually, him. yeah, he, he beats one of his ushers with a shofar exactly. or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. It, that that yeah. thing could go south just in too many ways, you know. Yeah, you see like a viral video of the staff meeting. Somebody's taking it like covertly in the corner with their iPhone of him just shattering a shofar against the wall Dude, in yeah. rage. So you do that and your company yeah. your company stock tanks. So um, so I'm out on that, I think. Is that all of them? Yeah. Did we cover them all? I think. Let's see. Did we cover them all? I think so. I don't think we missed anybody. Dude, we need it. A- yeah, and I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in on Chandler Steaks because it's Steaks and it's Matt Chandler, and he's a safe investment, and beef is delicious, and it cures cancer. Dude, if we, if, so, we, I mean, if we start this heated desk company, though, we need, we need the analog to, to Chandler's rancher, like Rhett Autry or whatever the guy's name is. Um, we need, we need, was it, was it Logan Gentry? Logan, Logan Autry, Autry Gentry. Or Logan Autry, you know, that's yeah, what it was. Rhett Gentry. You know, it's some like quintessentially Texan name. Anyway, we need like the upper Midwestern, like Norwegian analog to that guy so that we can really sell people on these desks. Oh, it's got to be like Steve Johansson. Yeah, or, or something like, like, like that. Sven I mean, Nystrom, you know. Um, that well, things that sounds a little bit like somebody who builds like rustic log forts. That's, that's a little true. too. That's a little too manly. It has to be yeah. sort of a generic first name, like maybe Walt. Walt. Oh, Walt you is know, so trustworthy. Walt, that plays like, so like well. Walt Young, like Walt Youngstrom or something oh, like yeah. that. Like that's. Dude, you that's would, sort of that's sort of the perfect the perfect Minnesotan name. And Walt Youngstrom would be like, "Yeah, you know, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go by the office and uh, take some measurements there on your desk." And yeah, Walt Youngstrom would yeah, like, we'll, we'll, "We'll have the we'll have the order out to you by Thursday, and it'll be right on time." You know, and yeah. we'll we'll get it we'll get it set right up for you. Yep, yep. No, I would I would buy a desk from Walt Youngstrom for sure. 
Um, Absolutely. And I'd let him in my house to, to set it up, even if I wasn't home. Big keys under the mat wall. Dude, right. Let yeah, yourself let in. yourself in. Help yourself to anything in the fridge. You know, make yourself a home wall. Made some coffee. It's, it's warm in the pot. Just made it fresh this morning. Exactly. Uh, I'll, be, I'll be back shortly. Made you some Ligaris roasters. You know, take as much as you want for the road. Um, gosh, we're so good at business, Piper, except as it pertains to ourselves. Um, I really, I really, really, you know what that means? It means we were bred to be consultants because consultants are people who suck at their jobs. So they go tell other people how to do it. Dude, seriously, these are billable hours. We need to be charging by the hour for this because we have, we have spun out 47 minutes of business brilliance. I'm going to give you one more real quick one. Um, all right. And it, it, it ties into the sign off of the program because I'm about to sign the show off. Rachel the Held Evans, what's her ancillary product? Oh goodness. I don't know. I nothing comes to mind that I can say on here. Yeah, no, I know. Um, that's that's why I'm putting you on the spot uh, with it. I've I've got one. Well see Okay, go for it. Cleaning products for men. Like <laughs> it would it would be a way to flip sort of gender stereotypes on their heads. In the, like, See, I, I was I was trying to come up with like products for working mothers. Okay, um, so it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, it's just the it's it's the other it's the other side. It's of the that other side of that. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't know yeah, what cleaning products for men are, are. That's that's good. Yeah, I don't know what it would be called, but it would it would be like the image would be like Mister the Held Evans with a baby like you know lashed to his chest and one of those like papoose baby things and like yeah you got you got like the baby boy i think you just call it like he cleans he he cleans yes yeah he cleans and um it's got like vague 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 religious imagery which is sort of like her yeah there's some vague religiosity there and then uh yeah yeah and then it's and then (laughs) then i think it would absolutely sell it'd be like every guy's father's day gift until you know for the for the future i would invest in that one too i would too because there's a lot of people who would buy that they'd be like here honey yeah i bought you a swiffer dude that's got oh wait it's It's a he cleans mop that's got real potential pipe i like he cleans um i like that all day long investment wise so uh piper we have uh we have done what we always do on this program which is creating brilliant business ideas and giving them away for free um, I feel like we do a lot of that on the show in addition to wandering to and fro throughout these topics. And until next time, Rachel, the held Evans. The happy rant is brought to you by resonate recordings. If you go to resonate you can see the full range of services they offer. So if you're considering starting a podcast, they are the ones we recommend going with again, go to resonate to see their prices, to connect with them and ask any questions and to see what they can do to help you launch, edit, master, and improve your podcast. Again, go to resonate to see what they can do to help you launch and improve your podcast. No matter what you're going through, you are not alone. Sis, if you've experienced pain in your father-daughter relationship, I want you to know that you are loved and seen. I'm Kia Stevens, host of the Hope for Women with Father Wounds podcast, and I created my show to help you exchange your father wounds for the love of God the Father. Join me for encouragement, wisdom, and scripture. Just search Hope for Women with Father Wounds on lifeaudio.com or wherever you get your podcasts.